exactly what to do There's nothing good playing on your TV something fun to say and if you don't like it you can get the fuck away point counterpoint hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of point counterpoint the only podcast where we're not talking about the pandemic right now because that's not fun who who wants to talk about that I mean come on who does that oh, this is uh, with the KUST University of St. Thomas campus radio and I know what you're thinking how am I doing that when I'm, it's during quarantine well I there's a new way it's it's the future that I can remotely broadcast from KUST, which is fun. So I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to be doing this, since I'm not used to using it on my own computer. <laughs> Let's see, I'm... I want to check to see... Uh... Let's see, it should it should be working right now. It should be. Let's see. Yeah. The sound should be on. But yeah, this is pretty fun. <laughs> well, I just got a notification. Point and Counterpoint is going on with KUST. But let's see. Alright, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor. No, it's not actually our sponsor, it's just a product that I really like. Blue light filtering glasses. In fact, I'm, I'm wearing them right now because they're so awesome. I'm, I'm wearing my, my blue light filtering glasses at the moment. And they're quite amazing. They filter because of how bad blue light is for you in our modern society with technology and everything and it's it's no fun you know it just isn't any fun. and you know it disrupts sleep and all that and all that stuff so you don't you don't want that Especially now, when, I mean, you want to, there's already a health crisis going on. You don't want to make that worse by not sleeping right, do you? No. So get get the blue light filtering glasses that are not sponsoring the show. Because uh, it's hard getting sponsors. <laughs> I don't know, I don't really try very hard with them, I'm... What is that? Interesting. All right.
So, what do I want to talk about next? Oh, yeah. So recently, uh, I came across actually kind of an old article on Vox. And they talked about how, about some, uh, some inaccuracies in the movie Braveheart, which is an amazing movie, and I think you should all see it. And the important thing is, movies, historical movies, they don't have to be completely accurate. Absolutely not. And that's a problem that I have. Because a movie is a story that you're trying to tell. And sometimes, in order to tell that movie, you have to twist the facts a little bit. To make it work better. It's an art. It's an art that you must perfect. And I have... I've, I know I've used this quote before, but I really like it. Um, let's see if I can find it here. Um, oh, here. Uh, I change facts to such a degree that they resemble truth more than reality. And the facts do not equal truth. So, um, what are some examples here? Like, uh, um, like, what's, what's a really good one? Oh, this is the perfect one. William Wallace didn't, didn't really have an affair with Princess Isabella. Okay, it's, that's true. He didn't, he didn't. That'd be kind of ridiculous if he did. Well... Ridiculous from a historical standpoint, I mean, not for him. I mean, an affair with a princess. That sounds pretty, pretty amazing. But uh, it's all for the point of telling the story because what Mel Gibson did when he makes it, when he writes this movie, is he's trying to get across a certain point, a certain idea. And in this case, what he's trying to do is he's trying to build up tension, you know, so he's trying to build up uh, build up some tension between Isabella and uh, King Edward. Uh, who was the king at the time? Edward Longshanks, as you may know him. And uh, Edward, Edward was the king, and then she was uh, the was she, was she the fiance or the wife of his son? Uh, now I can't think if they're actually married or not. But yeah, it it uh, created an interesting conflict when it became known that that. Uh, she was pregnant with Willie with it, she she implied it was William's son or son or daughter of course it didn't happen obviously the years don't really work out but again it's meant to 
to advance the idea of uh, William Wallace as a hero for the Scots. Um, or also, there's no evidence that English nobles were taking Scottish maidens' virginity on their wedding nights. Okay, well, this is an example of using a plot device to further the plot. So, obviously, this created the instance when he had to go and marry his his love in secrecy in order to prevent this from happening to her. Okay. What is this? Okay. Alright, 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 alright. Um... What else do I have on the list? Um, <clears throat> oh. Okay. Let's see if I can find the quote. Um, Before I explain what the nod it, what the code is, I want to read it. Okay, so I was listening to this podcast recently with Eric Weinstein's podcast, The Portal, and uh, he was talking to Daniel Schmachtenberger. Say that, say that fast five times. Schmachtenberger, 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 Schmachtenberger. And uh, they were talking about uh, some of the problems with uh, the way our economy currently works. And at one point they mentioned, uh, well, they were talking about economies in general, uh, the concept of economies. Actually, there's a couple things I wanted to mention about that. But the way an economy works is, you know, it really kind of has intelligence, in a sense. And it's always going to work to make things more and more efficient. So, the, it works like natural selection. So, um, one business is, um, is very efficient in something, but something else is even more efficient in it gets better and then there's an arms race essentially and it gets to the point where they're both taking resources at a at a rate that is unsustainable and this is the way the economy works just they eventually they eventually drive themselves to extinction because of the way that they constantly push for more innovation that's more efficient that uses resources at a higher rate and eventually it can't sustain itself anymore. You've hit the carrying capacity. And, well, that was one argument that it had intelligence, another in that it really doesn't have intelligence, but yeah, that's kind of a small detail. But, um, it doesn't, I was, I'll be using the example of businesses or, uh, but you can also use it with the governments. So like uh, Nikita Khrushchev, uh, in a letter to 
Kennedy, said a uh, president, we and you ought now, not now to pull on the ends of the rope in which you have tied the knot of war, because the more the two of us pull, the tighter that knot will be tied. So the knot keeps getting tighter and tighter, and eventually you, there's no way that you could possibly undo what you, the damage you've done, escalating the costs that would be dealt due to war. And the only way you could possibly untie it is by just cutting the whole thing, and that, that means war, full-on nuclear war, specifically. But everybody was doing what was in their own vested interest, and that was more nuclear weapons, more nuclear weapons. And nobody wanted to use them, but you absolutely couldn't not build them. You had to build them. Because if you don't, someone else is going to use those resources. So, I'll use the example of whaling now. That's what they were using. And uh, so, let's, let's say there's some whales out there. Now, you may see whaling as immoral. I surely do. But the truth is, if you don't go out there and whale, then your enemy could go out there and collect the whales. And now they're ahead of you. So you have every reason to go out there and whale. And so, so do they. So eventually you get to the point where you're using up more resources than you can. Now we've, fixed our, we've largely fixed the problem of whaling, as it's mostly just Japan and some Scandinavians that do that now and some native Alaskans yeah but basically what he was saying is that the way our economy works is it's it's not sustainable and we need to find some other way and what he was saying is I I'm not gonna endorse or not or attack really I'm just gonna state Stated as he said it, because I just, I don't know the answer. I mean, I could I could sit here and spout an opinion all day, but I really I don't want to I don't want to say that I know everything because I certainly don't. But he was saying that we need a new economic system but it's not anything that we have now. It's not capitalism, it's not socialism, it's not communism, it's not it's not fascism, it's not any of those systems. And if I if I if I could talk to him I'd ask him what what kind of economy that he's talking about. Cuz I'm curious. I want to know this. All right, what do I have next? Hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, you need to read something first here. I should have read this before. <laughs> 
but you know. So what's going on with me? Well, I'm not in the KUSD studio right now. I'm just recording from from the University of Saint Thomas in Bemidji because now that now that schools are online, the whatever school it is, those schools have now expanded their boundaries to the comforts of its students' homes. They are no longer limited to their own campuses. They are limited. They are. They ex have expanded out to all their students' homes. <laughs> That's an interesting way to think about it. I gotta get some more guests on this show, man. I love. I love having interesting guests on the show. Hmm. You know, now that I'm recording with my own computer, it makes everything re really interesting. Hmm. So, I've been doing some songwriting recently. Um, written a interesting song called uh, Ghost Writers on the Storm and I basically just spliced together Writers on the Storm and Ghost Writers in the Sky it's a combination of the two pretty interesting I think it's a I think it'll be a hit and, uh, I'll probably release that song in an EP at some point I don't know when that'll be Hard to say. Hmm. Um. What else is going on with me? Oh yeah. In in the news, uh, rather recently, uh, the U.S. was called modern day pirates for confiscating masks that were coming from. Oh, I, at the beginning I said that I wasn't going to talk about the virus, but now I am. I don't know. You knew it was coming. But we're confiscating masks from Southeast Asia going to Germany. And Germany called us out. Let's see. Other news. A hundred Italian doctors have died of COVID-19. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson moved out of intensive care. Alright, good for him. Uh, coronavirus leaves uh, at least 10% of the U.S. workforce unemployed. At least. At least. <laughs> um, Melania Trump urges Americans to heed CDC warnings and follow mask guidelines. All right. 
let's see. Um, yeah, a, f a photo of herself wearing a cloth mask fit in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, becoming the first member of the Trump family to publicly dot a face covering. Okay, um, let's see, let's look for something that has nothing to do with, let's see. God, every single article here is about the pandemic, so I'm trying to... Oh yeah, Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race. I mean, we all knew it was coming. We all knew something was going to happen. Either he dropped out or he died. Or he ran as an independent. Um... Let's see. Okay. SNL is returning this weekend with remote sketches. Interesting. That'll be interesting. Might have to check that out, maybe. Or maybe not. Airbnb suspends new UK bookings. U.S. Senate reportedly tells members to avoid Zoom. Hmm. Well, I know people are concerned about privacy with it. But, you know, I don't mind Zoom. I've never had a problem with it. You know? You know? Um... Uh, Jeff Bezos is the world's wealthiest person for the third year in a row. Wow. Okay, that's enough news. <laughs> Let's see. What else is there? There's nothing to talk about right as of as of recently just because like everything is so focused on this virus that everything we're just ignoring everything else which I don't like very much but okay hmm Let's see, this topic I'm going to save for next week. Okay, you'll find out what it is. Oh, I'm working on a choral rendition of this Traveler song, which uh, you heard in the, in the last episode. And, uh... Uh... That uh, me and Nico played. 
the weeping willow. But yeah, so I'll. It's called Traveler's Song or Ohio. And um, I'm trying to. I put a little solo at the beginning here. With, I mean, I had to. So basically, what I'm doing is I'm. I have the original song. And I'm gonna add. Um, like a solo before that, and then maybe another solo in there. Probably a tenor, because I'm a little biased towards the tenors. For obvious reasons. Mm -mm. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah, but if you want a, a good software for writing songs, go to flat.io. Flat.io. It's free and uh, gives you all the stuff you need in order to uh, to write your write your uh, song. Yep. That's all there is to say about that. <laughs> um, God, what else is there? Okay, did, did I say everything? Hmm. Now everybody's playing Animal Crossing now. I downloaded it. Uh, I'm sad that I did. It's stupid. Well, I shouldn't say it's stupid. It's just not my thing. Not, not something that I prefer. You know, it's just like, but you know, these times of have caused us to do some very strange things with our lives. Download things that we never thought we would have downloaded. Animal Crossing, for one. Yeah, like I saw the Onion article, a uh, couple reduced to ranking their lamps. <laughs> I like the Onion. But everybody's being forced online now. Ooh, along with a cell phone, a copy of the Bill of Rights the, and a World War II helmet, a Twinkie, um, was, 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 I'm not, I don't think this is grammatically correct, was sealed in the National Millennium Time Capsule in 2000. It is scheduled to be open in 2100. Hmm. That should be cool. Hmm. That's... Oh, here's another fact. Men become less efficient at performing mental tasks after having a conversation with a woman they find attractive. 
I suppose that is probably true. No, I can't. It is true. Something to be ashamed of. As long as you're aware of it. With some with some of these facts about human cognition, it's good just to be aware of it. No? Hmm. Interesting. I've been doing a 30-day song challenge. Ooh, and I just found a new 30-day song challenge that's a little different than what I'm doing. <laughs> Day 25. A song you would love but would be embarrassed if it started playing loudly from your laptop at a coffee shop. You could call this a guilty pleasure, but I dislike that term. <laughs> What should I even call this? Here's this here's this one person's day seven song, a song to drive to. I like seeing people's different song choices. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I do enjoy it. Hmm. But yeah, check it out on Instagram. And also follow Point Counterpoint on Instagram because I'm I'm on there now. I mean, I've already had my personal one, but follow the Point Counterpoint Instagram at Point Counterpoint Podcast. It's it's pretty pretty awesome, if I must say so myself. Almost as awesome as Pheasants Forever, which is. Probably the the best organization of all time. Look, well, you gotta love Fizzins forever. <laughs> Why is it not loading? Oh yeah. Another another news, uh, Mort Trucker, who is a writer, an illustrator for Mad Magazine, died yesterday. Uh, born in 1929, died in 2020. Here, I'll actually, I'll, I'm going to look up that a little more. Let's see, um, let's go to the New York Times. Let's see what they say about it. Mort Drucker, longtime contributor to Mad Magazine, known as his 
hate. Uh, you see, this is why nobody likes the New York Times anymore because they make you, so, they make you sign up with an account in order to continue reading. I, uh, all right, I guess I'll just go to his Wikipedia page. Um. Born in Brooklyn, died in Woodbury, New York. Hmm. Let's look up his cause of death. Let's see, here's NBC. They don't make it pay. Alright. Drucker's daughter said he fell ill last week, having difficulty walking and developing breathing problems, but was not tested for coronavirus. Let's see. I, I already enabled ads on this site. Here. Um. Mort Trucker, the Mad Magazine cartoonist who, for decades, lovingly spoofed politicians, celebrities, and popular culture, died Thursday at 91. Wait a minute. Thursday. Today's Thursday. And I thought he died yesterday. I saw that he died the 8th before. Well, anyway, um, his daughter, Lori Bachner, told the Associated Press that he fell ill last week, having difficulty walking and developing breathing problems. She did not spe uh, give a specific cause of death and said that he was not tested for the coronavirus. He died at his home in Woodbury, New York, with his wife for more than 70 years, Barbara by his side. That's sweet. I think my father had the best life anyone could hope for, Bachner said. He was married to the only woman he ever loved and got to make a living out of what he loved to do. Mad Magazine was a cultural institution for millions of baby boomers, and Drucker was an institution at Mad. A New York City native, he joined Mad in its early days, the mid-1950s, and remained well into the 21st century. Few, uh, few major events or public figures during that time escaped Drucker's satire, whether Star Trek and The Godfather or Steve Martin and Jerry Seinfeld. In large strokes, Drucker took in every crease, crevice, and bold feature. Uh, a big jaws of Kirk Douglas and Jay Leno bulged even larger, while the ears of Barack Obama looked like wings about to take flight. Being drawn by Drucker became a kind of show business rite of passage, with Michael J. Fox once telling Johnny Carson that he knew he had made it when he appeared in a Drucker cartoon. His admirers also had included Peanuts creator Charles M. Schultz and Star Wars filmmakers George Lucas, who in the 1970s wrote a fan letter to Mad, even as his lawyers were threatening to sue over a magazine caricature. The suit was never filed. Besides Mad, Drucker drew for Time magazine, DC Comics, which eventually owned Mad, for an ad campaign for fruits and vegetables, and for the heavy metal band Anthrax, which commissioned it him to design art for the State of Euphoria album. Some of Drucker's illustrations, including a time cover drawing of Richard Nixon and Mao Zedong playing table tennis, 
headed up in the National Portrait Gallery in Washington, D.C. In 2017, Drucker was inducted into the Society of Illustrators Hall of Fame. As Mad Magazine became an established, albeit absurd, voice in the nation's cultural mainstream, many of the visual masters who showcased the magazine writ written content eventually became icons in and of themselves. The Hall citation reads, Indeed, Mort Drucker provi proved to be one of the most popular artists of the group the cl that collectively came to be known as the usual gang of idiots. Yeah, that's sad, but it's also life. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Alex the African parrot was the first and only non-human animal to ask an existential question. After learning specific shapes and colors and being able to identify them correctly, he was placed in front of a mirror. He asked, what color? And learned he was gray. And just to tell you what my song of the day is, uh, it's, uh... Always look on the light side of life If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing Yes, that is the song of the day, and also the song of the week for Point Counterpoint. But I suppose I could say that I there, there, there can be another song. I'll say that. Let's see, where is it? Uh, there it is. So if you know the song, Unfortunate Son, you'll recognize the tune of this, but probably not the words. Even though they're the same, in another language.
All right. So that song is called All Right. Feels de Person. So that song is called All Right. Feels de Person. So it's that song. Pretty amazing. Oh, you know, it's you know, it's not as good as the the original Unfortunate Son. But Feels de Person is pretty good. French by Johnny Halliday. But not bad. It's not a bad song. I enjoy it. You know, that's sometimes it's all you can hope for in a song. Do you enjoy it? I must say, I do. I do. Yeah. That's right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I don't have any viewer questions today. I didn't. I didn't want to do that this episode this episode has been kind of an experiment to put it bluntly see I didn't know how this was going to work all I wanted to do was uh, you know, try, to try this out see if it works well and I think it's working pretty well you know, um, I just wanted to, see how I wanted to do this in the future, for a remote KUSD broadcast. Now I will say, normally, when I'm not in the studio, I just record, I just record a, audio file and then upload it but you know since I had the opportunity to do it live with KUSD I thought why not what the heck no what the heck you know give it a go give it a shot Now my question is, who do I want to bring on the show next? I could bring on Mark Whitney again. He's fun. It'd be interesting talking to him. Again, after a little time has passed. Yeah. But uh, he has an Instagram now. Uh I'm not sure if he has his Twitter anymore. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share that with you. It's just Mark Whitney 2020. And you'll, you'll find his, you'll find his account. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's not gonna win, but you know, just give him, give him a little time to say what he wants. You know. Yep. 
Yes, sir. Alright, I'm probably not going to go too much longer here. I think, uh, I think I've, uh, yeah. It's been pretty fun. What's this? Listener stats. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. I don't know why. Huh. Yeah. But also, um, make sure to give a listen to Shukrut, the cultural podcast. There you'll find Nico again on his, that's his show, and uh, as well as uh, Tommy as the uh, co-host. Yeah. And Kimberly. You'll you'll find them all on Shukrut. You'll you'll even see me in uh, I'm one in one of the earlier episodes if you scroll back there a little bit. Pretty cool. Pretty snazzy. Oh yeah. Let's see. I'll go a few more minutes here. And then I'll let whoever else is. Up to finish this out. Hmm. You know, people listen to KUST radio, but they never listen to me on there. They listen to my show, and they listen to KUST, but they never listen to them together. Why? That's the question I'd answer. So I'm sorry that. Part of the episode was a little more boring today than usual, but you know I'm still trying to figure out this. I'm as aren't we all? We're all trying to figure out what to do right now. No one knows, but you know it's been pretty fun. It's been pretty fun. Good ride. Today, today that is. Maybe not quarantine in general. That's not very fun. I'm not enjoying it. It's just, yeah, it's just not fun. I don't like this. What is this? Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I don't need that. 
this. Hmm. Well, make sure uh, check me out on Instagram, Point Counterpoint Podcast. Ask me any questions you want. I'll answer those questions to the best of my ability. And also, don't take it too seriously. If I give you advice that you don't want to take, don't do it. You are the master of your own fate. I'm just trying to help. So please, if you if your life is messed up because you followed my advice, don't blame me. Because you, it was your fault that you did what I told you to do. Right. Remember that. Because there are people that will tell you that it's my fault. It's not. I didn't force you to do anything. All I did was put an idea in your head. I think I know what I'm going to title this episode. I think I got it. I got it, man. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well... I'm going to sign out now. This has been Chris Wright on Point Counterpoint from KUST, University of St. Thomas, Campus Radio. Point Counterpoint, that is. Punto contra punto. KUST, University of St. Thomas, Campus Radio. It's been Lit Fam. Namaste.